Tonight's guest needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. He's the third New Zealander to take over 300 test wickets as part of a collection of more than 600 international scalps across 300 games for the Black Caps in all formats. He's hit more test sixes than Tendulkar, Ricky Ponting and Sir Donald Bradman and a current world test champion. How does that sound, Tim? Yeah, sounds sounds uh, sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, it's uh, obviously a, a nice introduction. So, look, I guess we we were just talking off air about your conditions in managed isolation here back in New Zealand. How has the, the World Championship sort of sunk in, given probably the euphoria, and then on a plane pretty quickly and and stuck in barracks? How is it sort of feeling now? You've had that time to reflect in uh, in confinement. Yeah, it's uh, been a been a slightly slight, yeah, a little bit strange. Um, we had the the highs and the emotion that came with with winning the game, um, along with uh, the celebrations that went long on the, into the night, um, and then uh, jumped on a plane the the following day. Um, continued those celebrations for a little bit longer, and then uh, arrived back in New Zealand into to managed isolation into a, into a hotel room where we're sort of been shut away from from the others for for two weeks. So. I guess it's given us time to reflect on what was a, a pretty special trip. Um, not only the the final, but also winning a, a test series away against England, um, and then to 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 win the final um, was yeah, it was a, it was a pretty special trip. So take us into the changing rooms when you you did get the the mace and the, and obviously the crown as well. So give us a little bit of an insight into the celebrations. What did what did that look like? Uh, yeah, it was uh, an amazing um, changing room. Um, something that the guys uh, in that group had worked towards for for a couple of years um, to be the final, be be there in the final, um, and then to to finally get over the line. A, a few of us to come close in uh, one day World Cups in the in the, the last couple, um, and to to finally have New Zealand win a, another major major tournament is um, yeah, it was was pretty pretty satisfying. Um, a few of the older guys sort of sat back and, and reflected on. Um, a bit longer than the last two years, um, back to to the early sort of um, two thousand early stages of our careers, uh, the likes of Ross and and Kane um, and myself was sort of starting back then, and and to see and be a part of the journey where we've come from and to where we are today is uh, it's been it's been a hell of a ride and uh, and uh, and great. That, although it hasn't always been plain sailing, it's been uh, been great to be a part of. And how well prepared were you guys? Had you got a few cases of some nice Pinot Noir with you from from the motherland to to sort of toast that success? Had you got that organised? Uh, we've been very very lucky in our time over in the UK. A lot of New Zealand companies had uh, come to the party with uh, with a number of, uh, um, I guess, uh, New Zealand uh, goods. Um, so there was a bit of bit of New Zealand beer in the in the fridge in the team room, um, along with some nice wines in the in the in the team room as well. But uh, in the changing room, it was just. Uh, a few chili bins filled filled with uh, filled with beer, and um, yeah, they went they went down a down an absolute treat. Some pretty raw emotion there on the field when Kane and Ross were together to hit the winning runs. You guys obviously reflected on being so close in the World Cup one day tournament, and now you're the World Test champions. How does that World Test Championship mace compare to you um, as as a as a Kiwi as a Black Cap to to winning that potentially that World Cup final? How does that kind of rank in comparison? Um, yeah, I guess the the One Day World Cup's been around for for a long time. Um, it's been something that uh, we've been been chasing for a, for a long time. We've come close in the last two two editions, um, very close in the last one. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess that's been the the first of the Test Championship, the 
the format that um, for us guys that played is, is the pinnacle of of our game. Um, we love love Test cricket, um, and to to be I, I guess be the the world champions in, in this format is is uh, pretty amazing for a, a little old country of, of five million. Um, I think for for us as players, it was it was pretty special. But I think for New Zealand as a country as well, like I said, it's a we're only a small country, um, but we're very very passionate about our, our sport and our ability to be able to compete um, on the world stage and and whatever we do. And obviously, New Zealand's name, the first on that mace. Uh, did did that make it back to New Zealand? Did you get the mace and sort of seat one A business class on the way back? And it looks pretty heavy. Is it still intact? No scratches or dents uh, magically appeared in transit. Uh, no, but yeah, managed to we managed to get on the plane with us. Um, nice. There wasn't a lot of spare seats on on the plane, so it sort of shared the load around the guys. Um, Luckily, we were in we were in business class, so it could uh, tuck up next to one of the boys for for a period of time, and then it was passed around. Um, and then once we arrived in New Zealand, it was handed over to to BJ Watling, um, his last trip. Um, so he was uh, caretaker, well, still is caretaker um, throughout this this managed isolation period. As far as I know, there's no no new scratches on it or no new marks. Um, haven't seen him for a few days, so uh, yeah, I'm sure he's taking taking good care of it. And, and do you know what would have happened if it was a drawn test match? Did they have a couple of them on hand, one for, for you and one for the Indians? Or were they going to get an angle grinder out? What was the, what was the plan? Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd hate to have gone there again. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm sure there was, um, there was a contingency plan in place. And, uh, and so going backwards in time, I guess, to like that England tour, I mean, how strange was that tour? Because I think, was that the first COVID tour for, for quite a lot of you guys? I know, you know a few guys were in the IPL and, and various other T20 leagues, but like were you guys stuck in the hotel the whole time? Could you even have a beer with the, the other teams after the games? Um, yeah, it was a, a strange tour. Um, the the England tour is something the guys uh, look forward to. It's usually good fun um, being able to get out and about. Um, play some golf on some lovely golf courses, uh, socialise a bit with the, with the English guys. It's always um, a tough fought series on the field, but uh, but we get on quite well with the English off the field as well. So it was was uh, slightly slightly different this time, um, just being confined into the to the hotel. Um, we had great set up in the team room, so it did make things go a little bit a uh, little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, it was was strange to, to to have a UK tour where we didn't really leave the leave the hotel or leave the ground. Um, so yeah, it was it was strange, and for a lot of us, it was our first first tour away in in these COVID times. A number of the guys had been um, on IPL, um, CPL, uh, various tournaments around the world. But uh, but for a few of us, uh, we've sort of lived a, a pretty normal life here in New Zealand. Our home summer wasn't really affected. We were able to play in front of crowds for the majority of the season. Um, so yeah, it was a a little strange for us venturing over to the UK in in, uh, in these current times. And uh, let, let's go to the, that final. I mean, the weather obviously made pretty things pretty strange. I guess uh, for us as fans, we're sitting there, you know, stop start, not knowing what to do. I think I must have typed Southampton weather into my phone about three hundred times. Were you guys doing the same? Are you guys like how? How do you kind of approach a game like that when you, you know you know that the weather is going to play a part? Do you have to take it day by day, or are you going okay? We've got to. Like, does that play into the decision to bowl first and actually just try and think that's our only way to win, to try and knock them over quickly? 
Yeah, it was it was a it was a tough one. Obviously, one one of the things you can't control is is the weather, and um, I think you went the, you weren't alone there with the amount of time Southampton weather was was typed <laughs> into into everyone's uh, mobile devices. So um, yeah, it was it was I guess the hardest part was the first day. I think everyone was so excited, um, keen to get out there, get amongst it, and uh, and to sit around all day and watch the the rain fall um, was a bit of a Bit of a dampener, excuse the pun, but um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a strange odd one with the amount of weather that was around. But um, but I think it shows there's some 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 serious cricket involved to to I guess force a result um, in the in the time that we had. Yeah, it was, it was actually amazing how much good cricket was you know you guys got uh, in in that time and in such a disrupted time. It seemed like every session was was really important. Thinking back to that first session, consistency like has been such a feature of your performance and Trent's performance in, in the, you know, the opening spells have just been bang on the money. But that first spell, it didn't seem quite right. Was that just sort of one of those spells where things aren't happening? Or, you know, and I guess later on going into the, you know, you go into drinks there, are you thinking things that you guys are on the back foot or are you still really confident in that bowling group? I think the confidence amongst the bowling group, I guess it starts with, with Trent and I. We set the tone um, and we didn't, uh, start as, as as well as we'd like to. It could have uh, been a number of things. We could have tried a little bit hard um, with the with it being a, being a final, um, having not played for for myself, not played for a week week or so, ten days, um, having not bowled for a couple of days because of the weather. Um, there was a number of things, but um, but it wasn't good enough from from myself and Trent. Um, we as you said, we pride ourselves on giving us the the best chance and a good start. Um, but we we're lucky that. Uh, the guys that followed were able to 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 put on a shift and and then um, and then we're away from there. But um, but I guess the good thing was that um, even though we were off, um, we didn't uh, the the game didn't slip away in that that hour or so that we uh, we weren't quite on uh, weren't quite on. But I think a lot of credit goes to the the Indian batsmen. Um, a lot of sides that we have been put in um, wouldn't have played in that that style and that manner because um, it was like every time you missed they 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 put us away and uh, I think they're their positive attitude uh, and and the way that the nature the way they played didn't allow us to to settle as well. Yeah, that, that's a great point that you make actually, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the credit has to go to to I think both opening stands in those first two uh, first innings. And one thing that on a massive positive that stood out on this tour and probably across the last twelve months, I think, was the way that the bowling plans of yourself and. And the whole group really has just been seemed to be working really regularly. I mean, you know, the whole away, 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 wobble seam, LBW kind of, I feel like as a fan, I've never really noticed that that's happening all the time, whereas it seems like it's just working so well at the moment. Is that something that you guys have actually improved on, you feel, or, is, or are we just starting to notice it now because it's being more successful? We yeah we work towards a plan. Um, we do a lot of uh, research and scouting leading into games. Um, we don't have out and out one fifty plus bowlers, so we have to be thorough in our our preparation. We have to be um, be consistent in our in our setups. We have to do it over a longer period of time. Um, and I think that's just one of the things this this bowling group is just loves doing that. Loves setting guys up. Loves being able to do it for a long period of time. It's not. If it's not true to myself, we pass the baton on to 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 whether it's Colin or um, Kyle or, or Wags. Um, so it's just about uh, about yeah. If it's if the work that you do, you you pass it over, and the next guy picks up the slack and he carries on. Um, so I think it's just a just a great group to be a part of. Um, and yeah, it's just just uh, 
just a lot of work and a lot of planning goes into that as well. And you obviously would have had some practice with the Duke's cricket ball, a lot made of that in the lead up. How much do you guys enjoy getting that in your hand compared to the, the Kookaburra? And, and was this a batch that, that swung a little bit? Jimmy seemed to struggle in that first England test, didn't really get it to go as much as you would, you would have normally seen. Yeah, for us as bowlers, we any time we get the jerk in our hand, we, we do love it. Um, coming from from here, we use the kookaburra. Um, so we were we we're fortunate. We had a number of camps here in New Zealand uh, in the lead up to the to the England tour, um, where we had uh, access to jukes, and then then obviously with the two test matches leading into the final, I think was uh, was ideal preparation for us to get to get match practice as a as a side, and also just get a get adapted to the to the conditions. Um, I remember talking to Jimmy um, at Lords. We were picking, he was picking a ball for for England, and I was picking picking our ball. And I was asking him about the batch, um, and he yeah he didn't speak too highly of, of this year's batch, saying that they hadn't really swung a lot in um, in the county in county cricket. So um, yeah, that uh, that wasn't what I was uh, hoping to hear. But um, but yeah, we did manage to get the ball swinging. Um, we do we are swing bowlers, um, and I guess growing up with the Kookaburra, you sort of sort of have to be able to be able to swing it and move it in some way. A lot was made in the lead up to this series about uh, Jamison versus Coley in the nets with the Duke ball uh, in the preparation for the IPL and, and that lead up to the IPL. Uh, Kyle must be pretty pleased with himself picking up uh, the big man twice in the test match. Uh, I think it's the first time that's been done by anybody in a, in a while since yeah, 2014. So uh, that build-up for Kyle must have been pretty pretty satisfying to, to get the big wicket um, twice in the one game. Yeah, he's, Kyle's been uh, an outstanding addition to the side. He's, uh, he's offered a point of difference, obviously, with his size and his height, um, but he's is just uh, the most impressive thing about Kyle is just as willing to to continue to get better he's a he's a great kid that um that just always strives to to get better um but yeah i think uh, the ipl was a, a great experience for him um, to be able to go over and i guess train and day in day out against some of the best players uh in the world um and it must have been a bit tough for him he wouldn't want to give too much away to to someone like Coley in the nets um you hear of the the story about wanting to bowl to him with jukes um and i'm sure that would have been the answer from from every every bowler as well but um but yeah he's He's been phenomenal, and as I say, just a just a great addition to the group. And what size cricket shirt does he squeeze himself into to make that sort of torso look even even more triangular? Is he one of yeah, these guys uh, that gets a small and, and squeezes in? No, he's not. He's uh, I don't think he has the luxury of 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 choosing. I think it's a, an XL or a double XL. It's um, yeah, one of the downsides of being so 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 long. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's he's pretty impressive how how big he is and how well he how well he moves for for a big guy. Big moments in this summer really have been the feature of New Zealand slip catching. It was superb in the England series. Um, just one maybe minor blip in in the final uh, that catch off uh, Rashad Punt. When that catch went down, and unfortunately I have to ask you because because you were the guy um, taking the catch. Did that affect the team morale? How did you guys bounce back from from potentially a, a big moment that could have swung the test match? Uh, yeah, it was a uh, for me personally. It was a, it was a horrible uh, moment. Um, Any time you drop a catch, it is the most awful feeling you can you can think of on a cricket field. Um, you you're letting your mates down. Um, no one means to drop a catch, um, but it just it is part and parcel of cricket. Um, and yeah, happened to be Rishabh punt, and it did go through my head. Um, but I had to dust myself off pretty quickly 
as I was bowling the next over, I think it was after that ball, I had to sort of shift my focus, which was probably a good thing. Mm. Um, and I guess I played long enough now that you can't dwell on things like that. Otherwise, another chance comes your way and you miss that as well. So it was about about um, trying to dust that off. Um, but it was in the back of my mind the whole time he was there, every boundary he hit, um, the longer he batted, um, I did start to think, shit, what is what is going to happen here and what could have been if I, if I did catch that? And I remember going down to Kyle and, and apologizing to him and um and I know he was he was pretty good he was pretty good about it but um but deep down um yeah it must have been yeah just a, a moment I'd imagine all the guys on the side they haven't said it to me yet but um but I'm sure they all went um has that just happened and is that going to cost us uh, uh cost us the final but um I don't think anyone was as relieved as I was when uh, when Henry Nichols took that catch yeah, it was a great catching performance from New Zealand, all in all. And and you took those key wickets of of Punt and Jadeja just in time. Did you guys have a target in mind at the start of the day? Had you talked numbers? We want to chase, you know, under 150, under 160. And how many overs did you want to try and give yourself to, to run that target down if you could? I think looking back on it, you you sort of plan out how you hope that things go um, and how you want things to go. And I think it started probably the night before when we were able to dismiss the two opening batsmen, two guys that like to score, like to play their shots, who the next day could have probably taken the game away from us a little bit in that morning mm. session. Um, it would have made our job job that much harder. Um, so removing those two uh, the night before was uh, was obviously a good start. We would have liked to have possibly Coley or one other that night, but um, but you always want more. Um, but we knew that we had to turn up the next on day six and uh, – and early wickets were crucial. Um, Pujara, someone who could have batted us out of the game just through eating up dots. Um, and then Coley, if he got in for a session, then he could have taken the game from a game away from us as well. So for Kyle to come in and, and chip those two out um, very early on, uh, I think that was when the, the belief started to grow amongst the group. Um, that was, yeah, probably that belief sort of went down a little bit when I, when I shelled Pent. Um, but, uh, but we're able to get, I think once we got rid of him, we, uh, we, we really started to believe that if we could wrap up the tail, then, then, um, then if we could keep them under that 150, it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely chaseable. And how were the nerves during that chase? I mean, I, I mean, I'm not out there on the field, but I was sitting there pretty nervous watching it at home in the, the wee hours of the morning. How was it for you guys? Yeah, it was, uh, I think I've been, Quoted saying it was the longest 139 runs I've ever experienced. Um, I watched the start um, and then I lay down on the physio table, tried to have a sleep um, just to, to hopefully wake up and we need 10 runs to win. Um, <laughs> fell asleep for a, for a little bit, uh, woke up and we'd only scored six or seven runs. <laughs> and then uh, and then we got on to a, um, when Ross and Kane uh, got in and started getting a bit of a partnership the old superstitious cricket uh, changing room um, appeared and no one was allowed to move from, from what seats they're in um, and get up and go to the toilet and drinks breaks and uh, whatnot. But, uh, but everyone was rushed back to their seats and sat down. But I think it was once we got under about 30 um, with those two at the wicket, we knew that um, something seriously would have to go wrong for us to, to, to lose that. And and do, can you grab any souvenirs from the game? Because obviously it, like guys used to go and run and grab the stumps, but I don't, you can't really do that these days. They're all mic'd up, aren't they? Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it is a bit of a strange one. Um, yeah, so there was no actual nothing from the from the game itself. Um, just our obviously playing gear. Um, there's a couple of a uh, couple of balls floating around with the world the different jukes, obviously with the World Test Championship um, emblem on them. So 
a few of the guys got a couple of those, but um, but yeah, that was about that was about it. And uh, you talked a bit earlier about, I guess, how far this team has come since you started playing for New Zealand. I mean, yeah, even as a fan, I mean, it feels like we've gone from kind of hoping to win the odd game here and there against those top sides to now like expecting to win almost all the games at home that we play, you know, really competing on away tours. Is it actually like a different mindset for you guys now, considering, you know, from compared to the start of your career? Yeah, I think we've always been we've always been able to to turn up at tournaments um, and win the odd series here or surprise people. Um, but I think um, there's been a massive shift in actually believing we can win games of cricket um, and and winning games of cricket from from anywhere, um, staying in in the game and and being able to yeah I guess win games of cricket that. Uh, that we wouldn't have won in, in years gone by. Um, and I think it's something that we want to continue to get better at is obviously winning away from home. It's a tough thing to do um, for any side now is to, to go overseas and win test cricket. So um, for us, it's uh, it's something that we want to get better at as well. We're obviously been very, very good at home for, for a number of years now. Um, so so hopefully that can continue along with us growing as a side um, in, in different conditions around the world. But um, but I think just the, the belief amongst the group knowing that we can can win the game, win games of cricket, and we also have the have the tools to do so. I think um, the ability to take twenty wickets, um, and and also for for us to be to to be able to score big runs and, and give us us bowlers a bit of rest, so we are are fresh to come out again and have another crack. And and a lot, I mean, a lot's been made of the the culture and, and all that stuff that's that's changed over over the years. And and Cape Town, obviously, has been talked about a, a little bit in, in recent times in the build up, but. I mean, I'm just even thinking about back to, um, you know, that Australia tour, you, you know, guys lost 3-0 there, came back here, had lost 5-0 in the T20 series against India. That You know, that was only kind of 18 months ago. And I, you think, I mean, I remember back to that time and, you know, there was heaps of criticism of you guys and, and you know, people were calling for Steady's head. And, like, do, does the media and fans and everyone, like, I guess just have to kind of calm down when those things – is it sort of uh, like – do, do we make a lot more of that than you guys feel as a team when something bad happens as it, you know, performances don't go your way? Yeah, I guess you can't, you can't hide from it. Um, you do see it. Um, we don't mean to lose. We don't mean to have bad performances. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're better, you're beaten by a better side. Um, and we were, we were nowhere near the standard we needed to be on that tour to Australia. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a tough tour to be a part of, but um, but we knew we were coming back to New Zealand and we had to keep the belief amongst the group that um, what we do in New Zealand is bloody good. We play some some fantastic cricket. We play a great style that's suited to our conditions. We can't all of a sudden look to change that because of what happened in Australia. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of talk around what happened in Australia, but as a group, we our focus shifted back to what we do well in New Zealand. And, uh, and we, we, um, we had a, an incredible series against a, a, a pretty strong Indian Indian side in that, in the two test matches um, and to beat them convincingly in those two test matches, uh, I think shows a lot of character about the group um, that we're able to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off against the odds against a, a good Indian side after what happened in Australia. Um, I think uh the T20 series was a was a funny one. Um, we got ourselves in a position to probably win four of those five games, mm-hmm. and we lost five nil. Um, so depends on how much you want to look into it. But as a group, we played the better cricket for ninety percent of some of those games. Um, so yeah, we didn't get across the line. But were we playing bad cricket? No, we just weren't winning 
the the key moment um, that was going to get us across the line. So it wasn't about reinventing the whole wheel. It wasn't about pulling out the way that we played the game apart. It was about just doing those little things better at, at crucial times. So I think sometimes that can get lost on the outside, but um, but the side's very good at get sort of keeping in check what is what is important um, and and I guess the belief amongst each other that we we can can turn things around. And speaking of that mindset and looking ahead now to the next iteration of the World Test Championship, you're one of the the senior players in this New Zealand side, captain of the T20 side. Do you think that now that you've reached the pinnacle of Test cricket that you'll have to plan and set goals differently, if at all, uh, to, to tackle that next little period where New Zealand won't be able to operate under the radar anymore? You guys will be the team that everyone's gunning for, everyone's planning to beat for the next two years? Um, yeah, I guess that's something that we'll have to have to look at uh, when we join up again. Um, it's a tough start with playing India in India, but I think one of the, like I said, one of the good things is about keeping that that noise on the outside. Um, a lot of the time, that is, um, I guess, the negative noise. I guess the same goes with the positive noise. Um, when you are going to things, and there is, I guess, a little bit more talk about you, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, it's like we can't beat ourselves up when things go to don't go too well. So I think uh, a strength of the side is staying. Staying pretty level, um, so I guess that that doesn't change. With uh, I guess now a little bit more um, expectation on us as a side, it's uh, that doesn't change the way and the style of cricket that we want to play. We want to keep continuing to play um, play the way that we've been playing and the play and play the way that we know that this t- side can have success. And uh, look, you know that that was a brilliant win that you guys had. Just a massive congrats for us. What do the next few months look like for you? Because I know there's, um, you know, there's a few uh, limited overs tours and stuff, white ball tours. But I, I think I heard Steady talk the other day saying, you know, you guys going to have to manage, I guess, who goes on those tours. And there's a lot of cricket and a lot of bubbles. So, you know, what 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 are things looking like for you personally? Uh, first and foremost is uh, to go home and and see the family. Um, with two young girls to to go home and. And see, I haven't seen them for for seven or eight weeks, so that's uh, the first uh, first few weeks will just be just be enjoying being home, just being uh, away from cricket for a little bit, uh, freshen up, um, and then um, and then we sort of start so our focus. Obviously, shifts to the next major event, which is the the T20 World Cup uh, later in the year. Um, so yeah, there is a, a few tours leading into that. I think there's a tour to Bangladesh, Pakistan, and then the T20 World Cup, and then flows on into the the test matches in, in India. So it's a, a very busy back half, back end of the year. Um, so I think uh, Gary and the the selectors and New Zealand cricket are working through how they're going to manage guys over that that period of time because it's, it's probably not um, sustainable for, for someone to be able to play all all of that cricket in that time um, in the current current climate that we're, uh, we're, we're facing. And how, how much do you get a say in that in terms of when you might have a rest? A lot was made of England's rest and rotation in India with, you know, a couple of press stories of players going home and then being asked to stay at one point with Moen Ali. So how much do you have an input and say, uh, actually, I, I want to, you know, four, six weeks off or, or, or whatever that's going to make you, you better um, from a mental health perspective as well? I think as a player, you want to play everything. Um, I think that's one thing that... that you want to do is well i personally want to be able to play every every game i can for new zealand it's an absolute honor and a privilege to do what we do and um you can't do it forever so you want to be able to play as much as as you can um but i think you have to realize that uh that in this this current climate with uh with covid and the amount of quarantine um that people are asked to do that it's probably not 
not feasible to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, it, it comes down to how they want to, obviously prioritising uh, certain things, probably the T20 World Cup and the Test matches in India and then working backwards from that. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, a lot of head scratching, a lot of uh, um, names to paper and, and coming up with what, uh, what Gary and the selectors think is the best option for, for New Zealand cricket as a whole um, in, those, in those few months. And and look, just before we we let you go, I just want to give you a, a massive shout out for for auctioning that shirt off for, for Holly Beatty. Really, I mean, the, the auction will probably have, have closed by the time we get this episode out. But I mean, it looks like it's going to go for. I mean, I think last time I looked, it was forty three thousand dollars or something. I mean, just un, unreal. I mean, you mentioned before how uh, how few souvenirs you guys get from from this big final. So yeah, just awesome stuff and, and great work. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, it's it's been an absolute eye-opener to see how many generous and kind people are out there in New Zealand. And, um, and, and for us, it, it's, as for, for me and our family, um, cancer has affected us. It's, uh, it's something that hit home with us with, with two little girls. Um, so for us to give, give up a shirt, it's, uh, it's absolutely nothing. It, yes, it means a lot to me, but, um, but hopefully, uh, the money that's raised means, means more to the Beattie family and, and poor little Holly being able to continue her fight against, uh, against cancer. So, um, yeah, it's, it puts things into perspective for us as well. Um, where you can quite often get caught up with, uh, with the, I guess the, the highs and the lows of, of what we do, but, um, but it's absolutely nothing compared to what some people are, are faced with day in, day out. So, um, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, tough to watch from afar, and, and uh, I guess it's nice to be able to contribute in some way, and uh, hopefully she can continue her her fight and um, and uh, and and yeah, come out on top. Absolutely, and um, yeah, I mean, just massive uh, thanks from us uh, here for for joining us uh, on the show, and um, yeah, massive congrats for being a world champ. Good, great stuff, eh? No worries. Thanks for the support, lads.